Welcome back to A Bitch and a Witch. Howdy. Howdy. I say howdy sometimes. I don't know why. Howdy ho. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's been a while since last time things happen. Uh, so for the bitch rant, I felt like talking about things that happened. Some of the things that happened, probably not all of them, but yeah. So I posted on social that uh, there's like a somewhat of a house emergency, I guess you would call it. But I was working one day. Uh, I didn't feel like getting up in the morning, so I took a shower during my lunch break, which I do occasionally since I'm working from home. Doesn't really matter that much, <laughs> but I only have an hour for lunch, so I like ate my food and then I went and took a shower. Uh, the water was not warm at all. I was like, okay, that's not right. Uh, so then I went and like tested the water in the other bathroom afterwards. It wasn't warm. I was like, oh, cool. Something is bad here. <laughs> so then I went to the back room where I work at, which also happens to be the same room that the water heater is in. And the carpet is soaking wet. I can see like basically coming out of the utility closet, just tons and tons of like dark spots. I was like, okay, great. Of course, by this point, I'm supposed to clock back in in, like, five minutes. Uh, so we have, like, a big desk back there. There's, like, a bunch of stuff on it. And I'm just like, shit. <laughs> so I did what I could. I tried to, like, throw some towels down. I moved some stuff out of the way. But, I mean, I had to leave most of it. Emily happened to be, like, in the office that day. So she couldn't really do much. I mean, she couldn't do anything. She wasn't there. Mm-hmm. And then I had to clock back in. <laughs> so then... She gets there maybe, like, an hour later, something like that. So I take, like, a quick break, and we, like, try to move a couple other things, try to figure out what's going on, find out the water heater has definitely, like, dumped everything that was in there, which is, like, 50 gallons of water, but also somehow is, like, still leaking. The pipes are still leaking, and we're just like, what the hell? So we're trying to, like, figure it out, um, end up moving a little bit more of the furniture out of the way while she was there, but a lot of it was just, like, way too heavy for us to deal with. That that desk that's back there is, like, a super old roll-top desk, so it's, like, a billion pounds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we couldn't really do much about that, but we tried to move everything else out of the way, try to figure out how to, like, turn the water off, but we couldn't really do it in that time span. Uh, so she went and called. We have, like, a membership type of thing for like heating and cooling and water mm-hmm. uh so they'll like <clears throat> do after hours checks like figure out what's going on they can even service your stuff if, like in certain situations if they have the right parts on them so she went ahead and called them they came after basically by the time i was done working they were there looking at it and um we happened to have friends who were available so they came over and they were helping they brought like a wet a wet vac so we could try to like get the water out of the carpet Mm -hmm. stuff like that so they were there this guy shows up from the company and he like (laughs) first of all he has like a very very like billy accent so it's very hard to understand him (laughs) nothing against that i know there's a lot of very smart people with kind of that sort of an accent but i don't know if he was part of that group (laughs) he was he was not the brightest he wouldn't really like he poked around at the water heater for a minute and he's like yeah it needs to be replaced and we were like okay and our friend who was there was like okay well what's wrong with it like why does it need to be replaced and the guy was like oh you wanted me to like run full diagnostics on it we're like uh yeah (laughs) why do you think we called you (laughs) 
so the whole thing is just getting weirder like by the minute and i'm still working honestly at that point i had like that was like during the last hour of my shift so i couldn't really do much i was just in the other room and uh so they're they're like trying to figure all this stuff out this dude's saying it needs to be replaced which does make sense it's like pretty old at this point water heaters don't usually last more than five years Mm -hmm. and it's pretty well past that point so we're like okay it probably does need to be replaced something obviously happened and it dumped all the water out (laughs) that's not a good sign Uh, so he's he's kind of like looking at it he starts telling us prices for replacing it which seems pretty high but i'm like if he can just do it now i'm fine with that i don't want to deal with not having water uh, hot water i don't want to deal with like rescheduling somebody else to come back out a different time like it's just more hassle than it's worth usually for me i just want to like get the thing done (laughs) yeah uh so then he's like okay blah blah blah. he tells us a price um our friend who is over like happens to have a brother-in-law who also does the same thing so he's calling him kind of getting information from him uh the dude goes out and he's like oh it turns out i don't have the right size water heater in my van i would have to go to the office and pick one up but since it's after hours there's going to be an additional charge for that it, like the stuff is locked up blah 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 i've got to get a key and unlock it and the the addition of like unlocking a door to get the right part was like ridiculous it was like 500 bucks or something stupid like that and we we're like yeah. uh okay that's stupid and you don't seem to know what you're talking about anyways <laughs> so the other guy that that we had heard about through our friend had a better price anyways and he was like i can't do today but i can do tomorrow so we decided just to go ahead and do that. <laughs> but then, yeah, so he came out the next day. He was doing all of his stuff. And, yeah, pretty much he was able to give us more information about what actually happened. And he was like, oh, yeah, like, you normally have this part that kind of acts as a buffer. So it's a smaller tank, but it's, like, elevated above your water heater. And it's sort of like a place where extra water can go so that things don't blow up if all this stuff like we just don't like our house is great but the way they did things was really weird yeah like they did a lot of additions and stuff like that so there's a lot of things that just like aren't done the normal way Mm -hmm. (laughs) and the water heater of course is one of those things so he like added all these parts that should have been there there should have been like a drip pan in case there is a leak it just kind of helps mitigate it a little bit so he added that and he added this this extra part that wasn't there that that should have been there so anyways it was really good that we ended up calling that guy he actually knew his stuff and did it right but then we were just like all right we finally got it fixed oh and also like we never figured out how to turn the water off so it was just dripping like that whole night leading into the next day until the other guy was able to come over so that was probably another 12 hours of the freaking thing leaking on the ground so who knows anywhere between like 50 and probably like 80 gallons of water leaked onto the carpet (laughs) and we were doing what we could but that's just so much water you can't really save the carpet at that point yeah so we i mean we were considering trying to do that maybe just like replacing the carpet pad just trying to figure out but we were just like eh, it's just kind of too late so then we finally get the water heater replaced and fixed and stuff like that and then we have to like tear up the carpet and tear up the carpet pad which is soaked with water still so it's like super heavy (laughs) this is like this is like shortly after there's this big winter storm so it's like really cold outside and our uh, trash cans are like snowed in so it's like really hard to do any of this stuff and um i had had a vacation planned like this happened on a wednesday i think i had a vacation planned for the whole next week i was off 
So then I had to like spend a bunch of my time like moving furniture and dealing with the floor. And I was like, oh, this is cool. <laughs> so we ended up not replacing the carpet. We just like tore it all out, like painted the floor and then got a rug for the area that we'd spend the most time in. And so all the furniture, not all of it, but most of the furniture is on the rug and stuff like that. But yeah, that was like a good whole, I mean, we still don't have it completely put back together, but we're almost done. <laughs> so yeah, that's what I've been doing. Sounds like so much fun. It's great. Yeah. Water heaters are great. I'm glad I just dumped $2,000 on replacing all that shit. Jesus. What have you been doing, Sam? Not shit. Yeah. I still, even though, like, as frustrating as this all has been, I still will never go back to renting if I have any say in it, because... It's the worst? It's the worst. I would much rather deal with big problems like this than just feel like my money is just going in a hole yeah i just absolutely love spending all that money every month just to have a roof yeah it's ridiculous i mean there's a lot of places where rent is more expensive than a mortgage would be yeah also we have the window open so if you hear some sounds (laughs) we thought the ambient spring noises might be nice (laughs) But not that car sound. <laughs> it yeah. was annoying. There were some birds chirping earlier. Yeah. And also, apparently, this room smells bad, so I needed to air it out. Pro tip, air out your house every once in a while or your apartment. I had my windows open yesterday. Yeah. It actually makes a much bigger difference than you would think. Yeah. I also had a mystery smell. I couldn't figure out what it was. It was the trash. It was the trash. <laughs> there was something in there. It's not like it had been there for that long, but it was starting to very, smell very bad. Sometimes that happens. Yeah. Something in there had a reaction. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah. You know, it might, I don't know. I absolutely hate playing find the smell in the kitchen. Yeah. Because sometimes you find the smell and you're like, oh. And it's much worse when you uncover it. Yeah. And you're like, I really didn't need to see this. <laughs> Wait, like there were some dishes, but like not that many, and it's not like there was like tons of food or anything. So I was like, "This is just weird." So I usually start with the garbage disposal. I'm like, maybe oh, it just yeah. needs to be cleaned out. Yeah, that's a good one to look into. Maybe I just need to run some lemon juice, so yeah. some vinegar through there. Yeah, we do that. Emily will usually like stick some uh, lemon slices in there as well. Yeah, so it just kind of like it. It just kind of helps. Yeah, but. Yeah, it wasn't that. It was the trash this time. It was the trash all along. Usually is. Usually is. We still have pumpkins from last fall. And we had like three of them. One of them was rotting, so we got rid of that. Emily just like puts them in the backyard and the squirrels eat it. (laughs) Sure. But we have two more. Be careful with that, though, because my cousin put a pumpkin out in her yard uh-huh. and the next year she had a huge pumpkin patch Ooh, so. see we wouldn't mind that so much we're not like actively trying to plant a pumpkin patch but it would be kind of cool to have <laughs> have one so we'll see well they get a little invasive because they yeah. vine yeah they do oh, oh well oh uh, well we don't spend much effort into controlling our yard <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> we're that we're that house on the street that is just as crazy yeah oh well i'm not concerned about it i like to coexist with nature when possible 
My husband doesn't even rake the leaves. He's like, they'll decompose. Yeah. But there's just leaves everywhere. We did that the first year we were here. The second year, they didn't decompose as much as we wanted. So then we had to like bag up a bunch of it. So we kind of learned our lesson there. We bag a majority of it and we leave some of it to decompose. But yeah, you kind of, I don't know. Our trees, like there's just too many. There's like yeah. too many leaves. You you can't get rid of that stuff naturally. So, Well, I have, uh, so I live in like an old neighborhood and off of a main road. So my driveway basically just runs along the side of my house and then stops in the back. Yeah. And I have a tiny fenced in area, which houses a giant maple tree <laughs> that just shits leaves in dumps. that yeah. little fenced in area. So it's just full of fucking leaves <laughs> and it drives me crazy. <laughs> do your dogs like care about that or do they just go out? They frolic through the leaves. Yeah. Especially the dumb white one. <laughs> little fluffer little fucking mop that doesn't clean (laughs) i have a mop dog as well they don't clean they only make messes they make lots and lots of messes yeah stupid now without it's basically spring there's like muddy paw season i don't i don't like that it's not very fun no it's a good segue though because our main topic for today is about dogs doggos woo about breed specific legislation which if you are unaware um think of it like if you are trying to move to an apartment and they're like okay do you yeah do you have any pets yes do you have this type of dog okay you can't move here or if you do you can't have that dog it's yeah it's more common than you would think and there's a lot of other issues as well but that's kind of that's something i've ran into We actually lived in an apartment complex where they accepted all dog breeds, and I was shook. Yeah, I mean, you don't find that. Often. Very often, no. No. Which we needed that apartment because our (laughs) roommate we were moving in with had a boxer. I think she was a boxer mix and a pit bull. Yeah. Which are usually breeds that apartment complexes are like, no, no. (laughs) Pit bulls, for sure. Boxers is weird to me because I've had lots of boxers growing up my parents still like rescue a lot of boxers like they're so nice well so are pit bulls so are pit bulls yeah i mean that's true and that's the big part of the issue is that it's just it's basically like dog racism basically yeah i mean it is dog racism but it's like they're just pointing at the wrong issues and like focusing on the wrong things yeah and that's why there's all this controversy around it and mm-hmm a few different issues that we'll get into, but yeah. What have you, outside of that, have you ever like ran into BSL or like had any problems with it? Not really. Not really. Okay. Yeah. But I've never owned any quote unquote aggressive dog breeds. Gotcha. So I'm trying to think. We were in an apartment that wasn't supposed to have any pets, and we got a cat that was on us, <laughs> so we had to move, and then, yeah, I mean, we we haven't really had those types of dogs either, that are typically, like, legislated against. Yeah. So, it's not been a huge issue, but we did have roommates for a little while with a German Shepherd, 
so we rented a house and the owner was okay with it uh, but that limited our options for that to be fair though i i am like very against breed specific legislation based off of the stuff that we found out about it but also that german shepherd was one of the worst dogs i've ever lived with german shepherds can either be like the best or the absolute fucking worst yeah I, that's kind of been my experience with them i know some really great ones that one was awful they didn't train her much at all yeah she was extremely aggressive against people that we tried to bring over mm-hmm. she chewed up a bunch of our stuff which is just basically any dog could do that yeah my dog does that or did that when he was younger it's usually a big problem with breeds like german shepherds and australian shepherds australian yeah. cattle dogs just like high intelligence dogs right they get bored so they just eat stuff yeah and it's also like the only difference between my dog and that dog like they both chewed stuff up when they were puppies oh yeah but she was much much bigger than my dog so she yeah. could reach a bunch of other stuff <laughs> so it's like we had that problem with rebel when he was a puppy he just loved to eat shit yeah especially makeup oh gross yeah so he like ate one of my mascara tubes once and he ate a couple <laughs> of my makeup brushes yeah how old is rebel <clears throat> six okay this is pretty similar age to bub who yeah. is i think either six or se- his birthday is in april he's either six or seven yeah yeah but he's so bub is like a magical goblin creature both of my dogs are but bub is like a, the thing bub that is a diva he is a yeah he is very dramatic very like takes him a really long time to trust anybody he still won't be my friend he's your friend sometimes the the people he doesn't like it's very obvious mm-hmm. and he will let you pet him sometimes so he likes you it just doesn't seem like it. <laughs> but he's like the thing that should not be because he's just like this super weird mixture of breeds that like some random person in like middle of nowhere indiana was breeding but that's like the only person that has ever bred this type of dog <laughs> but he's a pug boston terrier and japanese chin mixture the japanese chin is similar to a pekingese if you know what that is it's just from japan rather than china and mm-hmm. it's black and white like boston terriers are so he's like this real weird mixture of dogs <laughs> And I love him to death. He's he's one of my favorite animals I've ever had. But he was a nightmare during his puppy phase. Like, he would destroy everything. That's how Rebel was. And he was so smart that it was very hard to, like, control him. Yeah. <laughs> he would, like... So he knew what he wasn't was and was not supposed to do. And he would usually just wait until you left the room. And he would take that opportunity, no matter how short... And he would do tons of damage in that short period of time. Yeah. So it's like, you know, problems with dogs come from the owner. It doesn't really come from the dog breed. Like, that has really very little to do with it. Rebel was the first dog I've ever had that I had to crate before I left. Oh, yeah. We had a crate bub, and it was just like... And, like, our our roommate that we had had before that, she would crate her dogs before she left. Yeah. But that didn't last very long in our apartment. I was like, yeah. are they really going to do anything? And she was like, not really. Like, they might get into the trash. Gotcha. But they didn't really destroy stuff. Yeah. So, very shortly after we moved in together, I was like, just put just the let crate them, away. Just let them out. <laughs> and also, very rarely was there nobody in our apartment. Gotcha. Because 
Dustin was working days at the time and she and I were both working nights. So there was like always somebody home. Yeah. For yeah, the so most that, part. Yeah, that makes it matter a lot less. But yeah. So Bub would also do this thing where if he had something that he knew he wasn't supposed to chew on, like a cord or something like that, he would lay next to it. Rebel it, ate the fucking carpet. What the hell? Yeah, I know. What the hell? So Bub would like lay next to something and he would have like a toy or something that he was allowed to have, mm-hmm. or he would pretend to be licking his toes or biting his toes, but he would be biting a thing that he's not supposed to have. Yeah. And we would usually notice, but it's like, he's so smart. It's ridiculous. But it, it gets tricky. But yeah, crating, like we would, so we would crate him because if we didn't at nighttime, he would just destroy everything. And we created Gibson for the first roughly year that he was alive because he wasn't great with potty training and stuff like that yeah took a while to get him used to that but it's like there's yeah like if you're no matter what type of dog you have if you don't train them if you don't put any effort into training them and if they're not socialized with other dogs and other people like any dog can be violent or aggressive i have a chihuahua and people are always amazed at how friendly he is (laughs) this was something i was going to bring up chihuahuas honestly are like the, the most aggressive dogs <laughs> they're so mean <laughs> yeah they're mean they yell constantly at most people yeah and not always like you said your chihuahua is very nice yeah. I've, I've known a few chihuahuas that are very nice but i've also known a ton that are just awful <laughs> like not behaved at all very aggressive if you yeah we had um when i was in like uh, i think it was like second or third grade we had a neighbor behind us who had a chihuahua and that little fucking shithead. He was so mean. Yeah. I don't know what it is. And it's like they're not really, like, even if they had bite you, they're not going to do a whole lot of damage. But... No. Yeah, I just, man, it's it's, it's hard to... I personally wouldn't ever want a chihuahua. I had one growing up and it was just very poorly behaved. and <laughs> It just turned me off of chihuahuas for the rest of my life. Pablo just wants a lap to cuddle on yeah pablo is a sweetie i love pablo yeah yeah it's just crazy like people get these misconceptions like oh it's a pit bull which isn't even a breed let's let's talk about that like there's a few different breeds that get lumped into being called pit bulls Mm -hmm. but people think they're going to be aggressive or mean but it's like not really no there's a uh, yeah they're sweet most almost every single pit bull i've ever known has been very friendly gets along well with people and children and things like that the only ones i've ever met that have had issues are ones that were usually taken by animal control yeah and rescued it was, eventually yeah because their owner was like beating them or they were chained up outside all the time or yeah. but all of the other pit bulls i know who have been loved on right they're just big babies yeah <laughs> they are they just want to sit on your lap and give you loves yeah because they don't realize how fucking big no they, are. they don't they don't know that they're not lap dogs <laughs> no, they yeah don't. that's pretty common for all the pit bulls i've known yeah yeah my mom has a pit bull mix and he He's so cute. He has a land seal face. <laughs> and yeah. he's such a... He's massive, oh, but yeah. he thinks he's a fucking lap dog. Right. And he's not. 
Yeah, let me pull up some info that I found. Let's just first of all highlight some of just the stupidity behind breed specific and just why it just doesn't it really just doesn't even make sense. One second. Hi bird. Okay, so here's some pitbull myths because that's I mean I would say that's like the worst offense is like pitbulls get the brunt of the well, because negativity. So many people were taking them and using them for dog fighting. For fighting, yeah. Yeah. Cuz they look mean. Yeah. But they're Especially if you clip their ears, which right. why? Right. Yeah, we'll get into that. That's that's something that was brought up. Uh so there's some pitbull myths is that they have the strongest bite of any canine, which is false. They're not even in the top 10. They're not even in the top 12. <laughs> the t- the strongest bite goes to a breed called the Kangle, which I'm not familiar with. Not familiar with that either. But yeah, so that's a just a myth that they bite the hardest. There's also one that they have the they have the worst tempers or bad tempers in general. And that says that's another false one. As of December 2017, 87.4% of American pit bull terriers had passed their temperament testing. And it says actually that this is a higher number compared to even a lot of other breeds that you don't ever associate with being an aggressive breed. Yeah. It said collies are at 80.8%. Beagles are at 79.7%. Even golden retrievers, which is like generally like the nicest dog. Mm-hmm. They were listed at 85.6%. So that just goes to show really like people just don't know what they're talking about. Yeah. Like pit bulls or American pit bull terriers were at 874 which is really high. Mm-hmm. Um, and it says another myth: pit bulls are or pit bull bites are deadly, uh, which is also false. Eighty-one percent of dog bites cause no injury at all, or or only minor injuries. Uh, very rarely are dog bites fatal. Mm-hmm. And it actually said that the Chihuahua is the number one offender as far as dog bites, <laughs> which is kind of what we were talking about. Because they're mean. They're pretty mean, generally speaking. Sorry. <laughs> Trying to break up my ice a little bit so I can get what little coffee I have left. Uh, it says pit bulls will attack indiscriminately, which is false. Pit bulls or a bully breed are like any other dog, as long as you respect that all dogs uh, don't like to be hugged necessarily. Uh, if you don't approach a dog while it's eating, don't reach through a fence to pet them, things like that. Uh, it's pretty rare that a dog would bite you if you just respect them. Yeah. I mean, most <clears throat> most dogs are fine unless you do something like kind of like people. Sometimes yeah. they have triggers, right? Like I had a friend who had a pit bull, and perfectly fine mm-hmm. unless you pulled a gun. <laughs> And she got a little mean. Yeah. I mean, she that, didn't like straight up attack you, but yeah. she would start barking at right. you. And that makes sense. Like dogs, most dogs have like a tendency to be protective yeah. of their territory and of their people. Like that <laughs> makes sense. Like Rottweilers, I feel like are another pretty common yeah. breed that gets a bad rep, but yeah, but they're big babies. They are. They're so sweet. I've, my neighbor across the street has one and I've never seen any issues with him. He like will bark at me a little bit if I'm going to get my mail. My he, cousin did have one who had some issues. Yeah. But his issues were with men. Okay. Specifically, if they just, like, walked into the house. Yeah. Like, we had a lot of friends and family. We didn't answer our door, so they would just walk in. <laughs> <clears throat> but um, 
Yeah, he did not like men walking, just like casually walking into the house. We had to let them in. Right. Women, perfectly fine. See, and that makes sense. It's a pretty natural, like, defense mechanism. Yeah. This dog across the street, he's pretty friendly. He hangs out with the kids of the family and other dogs and things like that. But it's like, dogs defend their territory. That's normal, you know? That doesn't mean that it's a bad breed. Uh, Last stat on here, as far as, like, Pitbull myths. It says Pitbulls attack more frequently. And it says that's false. And real data real, yeah, real data on dog attacks is actually really hard to come across. It's just not tracked very well or very accurately. So it's pretty much impossible to really like put anything together. Chihuahuas. Except for Chihuahuas. <laughs> <laughs> but it says basically out of all the data that we actually do have, Pitbulls it, as a whole are not really high on that list at all there's there's really no breed that sticks out much more than other breeds yeah because it's breed is not the issue yeah so that was a few things that they threw out there Uh, we'll link all of these articles if you guys want to take a look um so some of the other issues so it's not even just like refusing people housing if they have a specific breed Mm -hmm. it goes a lot deeper than that which is something i didn't realize initially but i watched a video let me pull her channel up so i don't all right so her name is nicole simone mm-hmm. it's her it's just her name on youtube i don't know if she does any other videos but i found this one because i was just researching the topic uh but her video was titled this is why breed god i can't talk today breed specific legislation really sucks you can't talk i can't brain yeah my brain has kind of been broken this week i don't know i don't know why anyways uh, so her video it's only a few minutes long but she's actually from canada um they weirdly enough this is like one of the few things that canada laws seem to be like much worse than american laws yeah because based off of what she was saying um a majority of the time you can't even own this dog breed no matter like the these breeds no matter where you're at there's um a few places in europe that are like that as well i believe uk yeah based off of what i saw the uk you can't have a lot of these types of breeds like you can't own them at all but in canada if somebody like sees that you have a pit bull or any type of dog that's on this list Mm -hmm. um they can report you pretty easily to like animal services even if they just have like your license plate for instance they could report you and that dog will basically get taken away um she said most likely the dog is just going to be put to sleep euthanized if they're not euthanized they'll just get put in a shelter and eventually they're just going to put the dog down because they don't have room for any other dogs yeah Uh, so that's basically how a lot of places in canada are handling it which is awful obviously like i didn't realize it was that that bad because i don't think we have a lot of places like that in america well we've had a few places um like i think I don't know if it was Denver specifically or if it was the entire state of Colorado, but mm. if uh, law enforcement deemed that you're, I believe, Pitbull specifically, but it yeah. could be all dog breeds, I'm not entirely sure. Mm-hmm. If they deemed that your dog was dangerous, they could just shoot it and kill it. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah. Which has happened. You hear a lot of stories <clears throat> about that. I think they um, finally took that law off the books. I hope but. so. Her video was from a few years ago. Let's see. Three years old. I was trying to... Like, there weren't really super recent videos on YouTube, so I found hers because it was seemed to be the most recent. So I'm not sure if anything has changed since then in Canada. 
Yeah. But I really hope so. Um, so that's a big issue, just basically putting dogs down just because of the breed. Yeah. You have no evidence that they're aggressive. You have mm-hmm. no information about whether they were raised correctly or anything like that. Uh, you haven't even done this, like, temperament training or, yeah, temperament testing, basically. Just there's, like, a, a list of things they'll test for to see if a dog is aggressive or not. Yeah. It's like you're not even... Test. I wasn't sure if you're gonna sneeze, <laughs> and not even testing to see if this is an aggressive dog at all. You're just going straight to like taking them away from the person, and then usually putting them to sleep. Yeah, which is crazy to me. So that's a big issue. Um, it goes further than that. There's different fines in place, basically. So if you, uh, let's say your dog does have an accident, something happens, they they bite somebody or attack somebody. Mm-hmm usually in most of these places the fine is going to be like significantly larger if it is one of these big dogs pit bulls uh german shepherd rottweiler anything like that yeah uh, usually it's going to be like a massive fine compared to a much smaller fine um if it's not one of those breeds uh just so much stuff that goes into it um there's some of them where you have to have a muzzle on the dog at all times if it's in public Different stuff like that. It's just the more you look into it, the less it really makes sense. Mm-hmm. Because, again, really the issues don't come down to the dog or the dog breed. It comes down to the owner and how the dog was treated, how it was raised, how it was trained. Yeah. So those are some of the big issues with it that I found um, that I wasn't really aware of. I, I knew, like, refusing housing to people. I've, I've seen that. I've experienced it. But there's a lot of other issues as well. It's just, just kind of like with anything else, like, the way that we legislate is like not helping the problem. It's not reducing violent like dog attacks, basically, or like rates of injury or anything like that. Ugh. So then it's like, why? Like, how how do we come across these laws? And like, why are they still around if they're not effective? Mm-hmm. Things like that. And there's there's more issues that go into it, but. That's pretty weird. I just don't get it. Like, people... That's something I was coming across. Like, people have animals. At this point, it's, like, over 90%. They have it because they want, like, a family pet that they love. Yeah. It There's very rarely other reasons for it. Mm-hmm. Um, some of them, like, if you're a farmer, for instance, you might have a dog to, like, protect your herd. Yeah. Um. So, stuff like that happens occasionally. Um, it's very rare that somebody has a dog for, like, dog fighting or anything like anything illegal like that you know it just doesn't happen nearly as much as people kind of make it out no and they really start cracking down on dog fighting rings yeah which is good like that doesn't need to be happening yeah but you get this really bad reputation for like a handful of breeds mm-hmm. and it's just not realistic like it's just not the reality anymore if it ever was I mean, our shelters here, like, there's usually pit bulls, just... Oh, just always, yeah. Always. Tons of them. Yeah. With their cute little land seal faces. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so... We were leaving my mom's house once, and her neighbor's dog got out and ran towards us, and mm. Dustin, like, ran for the fucking hills, just <laughs> left me in his dust, and I was like... <laughs> What's going on? And the dog just like ran up to me because she wanted lovin's. Yeah. Dustin's like, I don't trust a random dog that's running towards me. And I was like, 
I get that, but also, like, she wasn't being aggressive. Right. Like, you could tell that she was running up for love. Just saying hi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That happened to us with one of our neighbor's dogs, too. She got loose and, like, because for some reason, none of the houses where I live, uh-huh. we have fences, but they just run across the property line and they it don't like get closed cl- off in yeah, the back. I hate that. It's like, it's pointless. <laughs> yeah. So she got loose and like ran into our backyard. Mm-hmm. She's a chunky thing. <laughs> she kind of looks like Bub if he had a longer snout and was more of a medium-sized dog. He Yeah, he looks kind of like a bulldog. Which looks kind of like a pit bull type of dog if you yeah. just give them longer snouts and things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, okay, so yeah, here's some other breeds that are often targeted. So American Pit Bull Terriers, already talked about that. Uh, Doberman Pinchers. Oh, yeah. German Shepherd. Already talked about that. Boxers. Boxers, yeah, we mentioned that one. I think those are like the ones that get it much more often than any other breed. Rottweilers, yeah, which R- we mentioned. Rottweilers, for sure. It says, in total, more than 75 breeds are restricted or banned somewhere in the United States. Which is crazy, because, like, we can... Fucking poodles. Yeah, poodles are, actually, sometimes, which is weird. Because they can get super aggressive. Yeah. But they're also, like, one of the most popular breeds. Most of them are... Are, like, normal-sized poodles that popular, or is it the toy poodles? Normal-sized poodles are more popular than you think. Are they? They are actually pretty good hunting dogs oh so a lot of people have them for that explains why they can be so fucking aggressive yeah it does uh so it says proponents of breed specific legislation argue that certain dog breeds are inherently dangerous and that the public safety improves when such dogs are not allowed in a community and dog breed regulations are often enacted in jurisdictions after a dog bite incident receives extensive media coverage uh, prompting calls for government action against the dog breed involved so, yeah, it's usually, like, very reactionary. Something happens, gets a lot of press coverage, like a kid gets attacked, mm-hmm. something like that. And that's usually when the legislation starts to happen. That's why there's so much legislation against pit bulls, because right. people were training them for dog fighting, and they would be super aggressive, and then they yeah. would attack people. Right. And then, really, the everybody that goes against it, pretty much just that there, there really is no evidence that... The legislation is even improving anything, making any, like, major strides in public safety or anything like that. Yeah. So there's a few groups that uh, mainly are, like, the ones campaigning against it. Uh, The ones that I've seen come up a lot are the American Kennel Club. And there's the other one. Is that mentioned here? Uh, Shoot, where is it? I'll I'll find it. Oh, here it is. ASPCA. Mm -hmm. Uh, They were mentioned a lot in the fight against it. And so basically, if if it's not effective, like, what do we do? Is is there anything that really needs to be done? Uh, most of these groups are focusing on irresponsible ownership. Because yeah. kind of like we mentioned, that's really where... Excuse me. That's where the nice. issue... <laughs> at least I didn't burp directly into the microphone. Uh, that's really where the issues come I in. I only did that once. It was a sneak attack burp. <laughs> <laughs> it just came out of <laughs> Oh, one of these days I'll put together a, a blooper clip. <laughs> it's gonna, it's gonna have that. It's gonna have all the cutout ums and uhs. It's gonna have the time Sam sneezed. 
It's going to have the entire length of the time that Chad choked on his water. Oh, that was a, yeah, that was like several minutes. It's like three minutes long. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. fun stuff. Uh, so yeah, they said focusing on like irresponsible dog owners is really what's going to make a major difference because if you're not socializing your dog, especially with people, but also with other dogs, that's really what leads to a lot I of issues. I would never have that problem. I mean, with people, maybe. Cause, with like, people, I don't maybe. People, <laughs> yeah. But with other dogs, yeah. not a chance in hell. Right. Because <laughs> I want all the... I'm going to buy a plot of land <laughs> and build a house just for dogs. <laughs> dog farm. <laughs> a dog farm. Yeah. That's the dream. <laughs> yeah. I Yeah, that would be fun. And then another thing they're usually focusing on is like mod- body modification. Because, yeah. again, there's usually no actual reason for doing that. Mm-hmm. It's usually because of basically stigma, or I don't stigma is not even the right word, um, like norms created by dog fighting or like bat, the bad reasons you would own a dog. Yeah. So a lot of them, if they're a fighting dog, they would get their ears clipped. Yeah. Uh, they would get their tails clipped, things like that. And you still see that in certain breeds, like boxers, it's usually pretty common. My... A friend who had a boxer said that they normally do that because um, boxers are really prone to like hip dysplasia and hip problems. Yeah. So if they keep their full long tail, it gives them a higher risk of that. Potentially. I don't know how true that is. There are. Yeah. I mean, there could be like valid reasons for it. But I mean, I've seen how hard a boxer twerks when they're excited. Boxers. So. Yeah. Boxers <laughs> go hard on the, yeah. the, the wagging. <laughs> They wag their whole bodies, not yeah, just their do. tails. <laughs> yeah. Twerk themselves in a knot. So, but, I mean, yeah, so there are, I think there are potentially valid reasons, but a lot of the time it's because of these, like, dog fighting. Yeah. Especially, like, the ears. Like, there is, there is no... There's no reason. There is never a good reason to do that to a dog's ears. No. So if you make actual legislation against doing that, it just kind of helps the overall problems... That's going to hopefully lessen that kind of issue with, like, dogs biting people, which, again, is not a very common issue. Yeah. Like, we're overreacting here. Like, this isn't even a big issue. Yeah. <laughs> so then other things, they, they did, did also mention, like, spaying or neutering your dog. That is, like, a pretty big step against uh, reducing their aggression. Mm-hmm. And if people are, like... So obviously some people are going to be dog breeders. That's that's a thing. But if you're not breeding your dog, there's really no good reason not to spay or neuter them. Yeah. It just leads to a lot of other issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, aggression being one of them. Uh, being like overly defensive and things like that. Uh, there's also a higher risk of like cancer, which is something you just don't really know per se until you're told. Yeah. But I've been told that by multiple vets. Whether they're male or female, it's just a higher risk of cancer. So, yeah, get your dogs fixed. It's there's there's really no reason not to. Yeah. Also, that's what they mentioned, like making sure people are doing that, but also making it more affordable, so that there's like no barrier to doing it. Well, if you adopt from a shelter, they already they come. usually make you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the or it's already dude, yeah. Depending on the shelter, some of them will already do that, right. and that's like included in your adoption fee. Yeah. And sometimes, like, even the vaccinations and microchipping. Like, I know yeah. the um, Indianapolis Animal Control. Mm-hmm. They'll vaccinate them 
and they come spayed or neutered. Right. And their adoption fee, when they're even doing adoption fees, usually isn't that high. Right. <clears throat> we have, like, such a bad problem here with our shelters being overrun that our... The animal control shelter specifically is always running specials. Like sometimes, oh, there's a big adoption events where you can get them for like free, or usually a dollar. free or very, very inexpensive. My mom adopted her dog for a dollar. Right. Yeah. So it's like, and we know. do here have a low cost clinic as well. There's yeah, you can usually find one, and some of them will even like the low cost clinic we have here will even give certain people a higher discount on their spay neuter and vaccine services uh-huh. based on their zip code okay yeah that makes sense yeah so you get it for even cheaper and then so we've mentioned a few of those things that they've they say like actual solutions to the problem so along with that basically like harsher uh, harsher safety laws, harsher laws against animal cruelty and animal fighting. Yeah. Like, you need to make these people stop doing the bad things, and that's what's going to solve the issue. Yeah. Uh, so if you're an irresponsible pet owner, you know, if, if you've previously had issues with your dogs being aggressive, like, you should pretty much just not really have the ability to keep getting more dogs. I have the most aggressive dogs in the world. I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> that was sarcasm, Chad. But it's like, even if... My dogs are babies. Yeah. <laughs> All they want to do is sit on somebody's lap and be loved. Right. But it's like, if you have like a very clear pattern of having these dogs that are biting people, like that probably needs to be looked into. I have never had an aggressive dog. Yeah. All Good. of my dogs have been babies. Yeah. Including my free one. Yeah. Came out of the back of a pickup truck. <laughs> uh, let's see. So I mentioned some of that stuff. Oh, here's something interesting. So Washington State has started doing a lot more, basically trying to fix the issue or basically to combat breed specific because it's just obvious. It's at this point it's proven to be ineffective. Um, so they've been done a few different things. It says in 2020, they actually passed something that if you have, even if you have breed specific legislation in that state, um, they can't just, they really can't use it to the same capacity. So even if you have, let's say a German shepherd and they're trying to tell you, no, you can't live here because of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've now passed a law that you can you can't just outright ban dogs. You have to like, based on the breed, you have to like do a temperament temperament testing on that specific dog. And if they fail it, okay, fine. But if they pass it, you can't legislate against them. Basically. (laughs) There were so many pit bulls in that apartment complex we lived in because it's just so hard to find an apartment where you can have a pit bull. Right. So then when you do find, yeah, exactly. When you do find one. We also had a neighbor who had a great Dane, which like, why would you put a great Dane in an apartment? Dude, great Danes are huge. Yeah. Like they need a lot of room to run around. We called it the cow because it was, (laughs) it was white with black spots. Nice. Like big black spots. Their feet are huge too. They're just fucking massive. Like, I'm pretty sure if he would have been on his hind legs, he would have been, like, 
two feet taller than me. <laughs> I believe that. Uh, so I guess Washington's Day is not the only one doing that. I just read a little bit further here. It says uh, there's a similar law in Omaha, Nebraska, which has an exemption for well-behaved dogs in those specific breeds. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's cool. Like there are basically there's more places coming around to like how ineffective it is and kind of coming against that, like finding solutions. And even if your dog is on this list, if it can, if you can prove that it's a a good dog, not aggressive or anything like that, then they can't really discriminate against it. Right. Which is really good. So we just kind of need to keep pushing and keep getting that approved in the rest of the States, the rest of the cities. Um, I think that was all for this article. And then the other one, I didn't have time to like fully fact check all of this, so take it with a grain of salt. But it, it was kind of talking about like, so there's a lot of data, there's a lot of information out there. We know now that BSL is not effective. So that kind of begs the question of like, why, why did it get created in the first place and why is it still around? And a lot of the major points this article was bringing up were pretty much pointing towards like racism. Mm-hmm. which considering everything else about this country, I'm not surprised. And I think it's probably pretty plausible. Yeah. Um, so I read some of it. I probably won't bring up all these points, but some of the stuff they were talking about was uh, kind of just like the idea that uh, Mexican or any any Hispanic person is more likely to own these types of dog breeds. Yeah. Which is a big part of why in a lot of places they started legislating against it. And there's like a few quotes and things like that of basically people saying, oh, I don't want that type of person here. And so that's one way to, there's so many freaking loopholes and shit like that. Like if you, um, you can't discriminate based off of race and anything like that. So what do they do? They start finding other reasons. So if they ban a dog, that's very popular. Pitbulls, Rottweiler, whatever it is. If they ban that specific dog, then a lot less people are going to be moving in because it's, co- it's a common pet <laughs> yeah. among this community. Right. So they brought up that. That's a pretty big issue. So stupid. It is stupid. <laughs> like, But it works. It's, I guess. It's been working. So, uh, so they brought up eugenics, which is really scary that it even happened to the extent that it did. But eugenics is basically the idea that there is a specific group of people that is like genetically better than everybody else. Mm. of course this is never talking about black people or brown people or anything like that it's always focused on white people which first of all doesn't make sense but because we are the superior race yeah like what the superior race who can't even be out in the sun (laughs) too long our fucking skin burns (laughs) what's so great about us yeah absolutely nothing white people are better than nobody yeah but white people are the worst uh eugenics is tied to Dog breeding because, for for a few different reasons, but one thing that this article mentioned was that it's obviously, like, very disproportionately affected, like, people of color, but it happened in America, which is the thing that a lot of people don't talk about, Mm -hmm. like, forced sterilization, basically, is what we're talking about here, and it was even happening up until, like, the 70s, Uh, 1974 is the latest date that this article mentions. And obviously, yeah, it affected those communities really badly. Poor communities as well, but mostly people of color. 
Native Americans. Native Americans, for sure. Of the 7,600 women who were sterilized by North Carolina between the years of 1933 and 1973, about 5,000 were black, so well over half. Yeah. So, yeah, if you're doing things like that to those communities, it just destroys them. You know, it, it takes away their futures and it just all these just terrible things, like kind of keeping them in this poor lifestyle and things like that. Uh, but it also, let's see here. Uh, the article says that really the reason that that kind of stopped happening was because of the Holocaust and people were eventually, like, even though it took decades after that stuff happened, eventually they're like, okay, yeah, this is too much like the Holocaust. <laughs> like, we need to stop doing this, which is really t- scary that it happened until the 70s. I didn't really know that. But mm-hmm. that kind of just bled over into, like, breeding dogs and breeding animals and things like that there's just like all of these negative stereotypes around certain dog breeds and they've used that to like youth just basically euthanize large sections of dogs and things like that it's just really crazy um it says that there's like let's see here verbiage between dog breeding and human eugenics is alarming it says degenerate a de- degenerate code of color <laughs> For washed out muds or de- degenerate races for ha- quote unquote half breed humans. Um, undesirable, which is like features not allowable in the ring or for individuals whose lifestyle doesn't conform to n- normality. Expression, which is used by dog show judges to describe the subjective thing they see in a champion. Or any random trait believed to be a sign of blood purity. And then, let's see here, it says retrograde terms for mixing races and breeds like mongrelization and debasement have been applied to both humans and dogs so there's kind of like this weird polarity between these two things and how they're connected Mm -hmm. that you don't really know about because no obviously nobody's gonna be talking about this so that was a big issue like basically bsl is in a lot of ways an issue tied to racism and it's used to like further discriminate against these types of communities yeah um that was one thing they brought up um they said a few different examples so the roots of miami dade's pitbull ban was growing anxiety and social tension about cuban immigration and then denver colorado i know you mentioned that one Mm -hmm. but they say it placed its ban on pitbulls after whites moved out and latinos moved in a move that quote unquote dramatically changed the population of the city and when aurora colorado enacted a ban on pitbulls one of the commissioners stated that she did not want quote unquote those sorts of people moving into her community who is letting these people say this shit exactly like they're really some of these people aren't even hiding that it's just blatantly racist yeah uh new york city then mayor ed cock uh sought similar measures in or i don't know how coke whatever sought similar measures in new york city sounds right (laughs) he's a cock so did not do so because of evidence that the dogs were dangerous but because quote unquote who was thought to own them um so sterling heights michigan uh, once a sundown town, which is a form of segregation by excluding non-whites. Um, yeah, that sundown shit is really dark. Look into that if you don't know about it. Um, so it says a supporter of the Pitbull ban called it necessary because, quote unquote, we have inner city, inner city, oh God, inner city people who brought homes here. Inner city people, poor people. Poor people, yeah. Ellenville, New York, these officials didn't even bother using coded language. They wanted BSL to address the growing number of Mexicans moving into the community. Jesus 
Yeah, it's just like this shit. Mexicans. This shit is crazy. Like who? Why? Why? <laughs> why is it still a thing? Like, okay, fine. We're based on racism. That's that's just is how it is. But we should be moving past this stuff by now. You would think. You would think. After 200 years? Yeah. Yeah, that shit's pretty crazy. And then they talk, if you want to go back further, I mean, like I said, at this point, it kind of is what it is. We're so far removed from these people that it's not like we can do anything about it. But I can't believe they just like flat out said, we're banning these dog breeds because we don't want Mexicans. We don't want Mexicans to be here. Yeah, And like, they're probably not even all Mexicans. No. But just members of the Latino community. Apparently it's like common. It's a common pet for that community. So they decided this is a good way to get rid of them. Uh, so in a letter, George Washington said, it is not for any good purpose, slaves raise or keep dogs, but to aid them in their night robberies. George Washington, folks, he's not a hero. <laughs> any of Washington's slaves caught with the dog would be severely whipped and the dog was hanged. Uh, That's nice. That's, lovely thomas jefferson apparently had a lot of flocks of sheep and he was quoted saying the slaves dogs must all be killed do not spare a single one because of this unbounded belief that the dogs were killing his herds it was probably just wolves if anything it probably he probably nothing happened to him he was white privileged asshole so um, in 1855, South Carolina believed that dogs owned by slaves caused greater injury to people of South Carolina than all the abolitionists in the world. That's one to chew on. Can we unpack that for a second? Yes, so. let's do that. Because <laughs> <laughs> what a fucking wild thing to say. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> so dogs owned by slaves cause more damage than abolitionists. Mm-hmm. Is that what they're saying? That's what they're saying. What the fuck? is that even about that doesn't even make any sense like you can't you can't even pretend that that makes sense oh my god what is wrong with people i racism i don't know (laughs) racism racism is what's wrong with this whole country pretty much that's one of the big issues so then it talks a little bit about empirical data shows that the race of a defendant has an impact on judicial rulings creating harsher judgments and sentences for people of color. Something we've talked about before. Something that is still true to this day, obviously. Something we will talk about more later. Yeah. Uh, But it says if the owner of a pit bull... So, for instance, if the owner of a pit bull is black, overwhelming anecdotal evidence would indicate uh, the legal system would view the nature of the pit bull tax differently than if they were white, for instance. So, yeah, you're going to get a harsher fine if you have one of these breeds. Also, if you're a person of color. Yeah. Of course, because that's just how things work in America. Uh, so basically, over time, it seems that the pit bull has become a synonym for black, and thus a similar legal bias seems to be at play. Sure. It just bled over into the dog breeds as well. And they're kind of talking about, that's where I was saying this article is the one that mentioned that basically at this point, almost everybody who has a pet or who has an animal has it as a pet, as just like a beloved family member, basically. Yeah. So the fact that all these breeds are getting legislated against it just it just doesn't make sense mm-hmm. it says over half of roughly half of american house, households have at least one pet and i would almost think that it was much higher than that but i mean you can't just have one dog <laughs> yeah. your dog needs a friend when you're not home right obviously you have to have at least two yeah it's like a law yeah it, it should be <laughs> like yeah i mean yeah that's the big reason we got a second dog because Bub was lonely when we were gone. 
Oh, chows. Chows are also on that list. Oh, yeah. Chows can be very aggressive. They, yeah. But again, if you get a chow as a puppy and you raise it the right way, it's going to be fine. Yeah. We had a chow for a short period and it was, I mean, fucking he, he was fine. Border collies? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Another one of those like herding type of dogs. Like, yeah. That's why back in their genetics, it's somewhere in there that, yeah, like a lot of these dogs were raised for herding animals or hunting animals and that's kind of why they're aggressive in the long run but yeah that doesn't mean that every single one is right so pitbull again not really an actual breed but there's a lot of things that fall under that uh that video that i mentioned one thing she brought up is that uh like the whole like don't bully my breed there's like a slogan mm-hmm. uh, there's a few other ones as well as well but that's kind of what it's about because of these people like specifically targeting targeting the pitbull family of dogs and how a lot of them especially in canada are just basically they just get euthanized straight straight off the bat no matter what so that's a big slogan that people are getting behind and fighting against just just crazily unfair treatment uh, of these animals so uh, i think that was about it as far as the stuff that i I had yeah i'm kind of over having big dogs at this point in my life but i do miss it sometimes i'm over having small dogs (laughs) Small dogs are so much easier to maintain, though. <laughs> they're easier to maintain, but they're not... I just like big dogs. Yeah, I do, too. But I'm okay with not owning one. I've got plenty of people that own them that I can go visit. Along... When I was a teenager, if you would have told me that I would have a small dog, cold day in hell. <laughs> I had a German Shepherd mix growing up. He was, like, the best dog ever. Oh, yeah. Nice. He was free out of the back of a pickup truck. My grandmother just like brought him home one day because the um, the guy that was giving them away, he had a purebred German Shepherd that he was going to breed. Okay. And some mutt scaled his fence to get him a piece of that ass. <laughs> and he was really pissed. <laughs> so he was just giving away the puppies. Okay. Best fucking dog ever. Like we didn't even really have to train him. Yeah. He just was potty trained and Mm. he never, he chewed on some stuff, but it was out of vindictiveness. Like, because he was pissed. Yeah. See, I don't, I don't think I've had dogs do that. I've had animals like pee or poop on something because they were mad. I feel like that's more common. He, like only a handful of times did he ever pee in the house. It was in the kitchen under the table Mm. we had been gone for a while and he was so ashamed like we walked into the door and it was just like instant guilt (laughs) he was like i didn't mean to i just couldn't hold it yeah yeah you can tell when they feel bad yeah yeah that's funny but and he was also just like just the best dog Mm. he only like growled at a couple people and we were like that person must be shady as fuck because our dog is not aggressive right Dogs are very good judges of character. So yeah. Usually. Not always, obviously, but yeah. Not Bub. He's terrible. Like, there is zero rhyme or reason for who he likes and doesn't like. <laughs> He's a diva. <laughs> He's a diva. Gibson, on the other hand, he is, like, a little bit shy. He usually has to warm up a little bit, but he loves pretty much everybody. Gibson's my best friend. He's a good boy. But he's a Pekingese. Great dogs. I watched... Okay, so there's just this random YouTube people that I like. Uh, they were all originally from BuzzFeed, but they all left. Mm-hmm. They have a channel called The Watcher. Mm-hmm. And they do, like, 
a bunch of different videos, but one series they do is like top five beat down. Uh, so it's two of the hosts and then they have one special guest per episode and they do like five, whatever. So some of it's like sit best cities to visit in America, you know, different things like that. So recently they did best dog breeds. Now so happy because the expert put Pekingese on his list. <laughs> I was like, fuck yeah. Well, the best dogs for sure. I had a Pekingese too. I had two Pekingeses at different times growing up and I love them so much that that's why I got Gibson because I have always wanted one since then. I had, I think it was like a toy poodle. I don't know. Like I was really little. Yeah. I think he, I'm not entirely sure that he ran away, but I was told he uh, ran away. I think okay. I was about five or six. Yeah. And then we the got. ran away trick, huh? Yeah. Yeah. And then we got Rocky, who we had until he was like 14 or something. Hmm. Pekingeses are supposed to live a super long time. So yeah. it's pretty common for them to live past 15 years. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, good. Which is weird. Never leave for me. For small dogs. Yeah. Yeah. Not as common. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I love them. So we little... did have a lab for a while. I've had, yeah. Labs are pretty good. They have a lot of energy, but if you... She have... was my uncle's dog, and I don't remember how we ended up with her. I think... So we had to move into a townhouse that wouldn't allow dogs. So gotcha. our dog had to go live with my grandparents for a while. And my uncle was living with them for a little bit and mm-hmm. brought his dog with him. Gotcha. And just kind of stayed after that. Yeah. They just like kind of bonded. Yeah. And then we moved to a place where we could have dogs. So we just had both of them with us. Makes sense. Labs are great family dogs. Labs, yeah. The labs are very good dogs. They have a lot of energy, but if you have like enough of a yard that they can run around and Stuff like that. They're very loyal, very friendly. Yeah. Yeah, great dogs. And they have webbed feet. Sometimes, yeah. So they can swim. <laughs> um, I've had labs. I've had golden retriever, boxers, Pekingese, chihuahua. I think I've talked about most of my dogs at this point. Pugs are great. I would. We got Bub because we were looking for a pure pug, but we didn't find one. But that's fine because he's a great dog. Pugs have a lot of health issues, though. Yeah. A lot of those smaller dogs with smushed faces, which is apparently my type. <laughs> you they, do like a smushed face I dog. I do love a smushed face dog. <laughs> they often have breathing I, problems. I would uh, describe Chad's taste in dog as ugly cute. <laughs> yeah. Like, they're kind of cute, but they're also kind of ugly. <laughs> very ugly. Goblins is what I call them because they are just, ten- they tend to look very weird. Yeah. But that's fine. That's the type of dog I love. We did have dogs. a chow, like I said, for a short period. We just ended up, uh, it just wasn't a good fit because we didn't have as much time as we realized. So we ended up giving him away. Yeah. Dustin really wants a husky. And I'm like, we're going to have to get a house with a big ass yard and like Dude, a fucking are, sled to put on its back and yeah. run it around the yard. Huskies like that dog so needs a job. so high maintenance. <laughs> yeah. Like they, yeah, I love huskies, but they're very high maintenance, shed a lot, obviously, and stuff like that. But you've got They're very energetic and intelligent, which means that they're going to destroy your shit. Yeah, you need to keep them occupied. Yeah. You need to take them on like multiple walks a day. Give them a job, like I said. Put a little sled on their back and just let them run around the yard. And they also are usually very clingy. Yeah. Like bad separation anxiety. Yeah. But you know what? That's what I was going to say also, because like... If it makes sense to, like, have any sort of legislation, which I don't think it does, but, like, why are we not banning, like, wolves? There's people who have wolves. <laughs> you want a wolf dog? I mean, I do, too, but 
if any dog is going to like eat, eat you, it's going to be a wolf. Eat you or eat other like pets and stuff. It's going to be a wolf. Yeah. Like that makes more sense. They're still pretty wild. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But the whole thing is just stupid. Or cat, like there's a problem with exotic animals, which I think more people are probably aware of because of Tiger King. Yeah. Funnily enough. But yeah, people get these exotic animals like cats is a big issue. There's a lot of like bangles and stuff like that that are kind of like borderline illegal. Yeah. And then they get huge and they, you know, people don't want to take care of them anymore. Yeah. It's like we need to figure this shit out. It shouldn't be this hard. But we can't even figure out what to do with common dogs and cats. So that's another issue. Like getting your animals spayed and neutered there's a lot of benefits but also just to keep the population under control like if you're not going to take care of the puppies or the kittens like then you shouldn't be letting your dog get pregnant yeah or your cat yeah like come on this is not complicated (laughs) and there's like uh we have in indianapolis we have the face clinic yeah where they will if you find like a community animal just like a wild cat or dog yeah they will spay or neuter them to help eliminate overpopulation yeah 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 makes me sad like we just have this huge problem with animals that really doesn't even need to be there like it's a very easy thing to fix yeah so we'll post we'll post some resources and things like that some different groups the articles that i found but aside i think that was basically it for the main topic from me did you have anything else no okay I forgot my fucking notebook today. <laughs> oh, Sam. <laughs> I just, I don't know what is happening to my brain. I have been the most forgetful bitch. Yeah. I think the stress is getting to me. And also, like, I did not sleep well very, like, most days this week. So I, like, for just, for sure, just, like, could not think of, like, easy words and things like that several times. <laughs> I'm a little bit broken. <laughs> I went to this was in the group chat wasn't it i went to send a text message to chat and our friend chelsea in our little group chat and i went to put serial killer but i actually tried to sell out spell out cereal like the food <laughs> man they slay that cereal and i was like oh they no kill it every day luckily i caught it before i sent the fucking text message because i'm sure chad and chelsea would have had just like a fucking heyday with that probably yeah but again this is one of those weeks that my brain just barely works so i might not have even noticed the last couple days i've only been sleeping in like couple hour intervals so yeah that's not great it is what it is man yeah <clears throat> also this is the one and only topic request that we've ever had from the audience so shout out maggie my sister Thanks for doing that. Sorry it took us so long <laughs> to record it, but I knew we were going to get around to it eventually. Yeah. But yeah, that's what we always say. Like, tell us what topics you want to hear about because we're definitely open for suggestions. Yeah. It's not like we have like a strict thing that we we're trying to follow. Whatever. Yeah, whatever is interesting to us. Yeah. So if you have something you want to hear about, definitely let us know. I mean, what have we spanned so far? We've talked about paganism. Yep. We've talked about sexual education, mm-hmm. which... I mean... It's one of our most popular episodes. Yeah, and we could totally... There's, there's more, more yeah. we could touch on. Mental health. Yeah. Always more to touch on on yeah. that. Quote, unquote, illegal drugs and substances. 
Yeah. We talked about that. Classism, cults. I, I think mean, that's still like the episode I was most excited for. That was a that was a good one. Du- a double. Was that our only double parter so far? I think it I is. I think so, yeah. yeah. We've managed to like rein ourselves in. <laughs> a little. Like, but I had so much research. Well, there was, yeah. And there's like different. Yeah, there's there's a lot that went into that one, so I think it made sense. You but. set me loose on medical marijuana, and I yeah. just went, I just ran with it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But we have we have some more ideas, but yeah, we would definitely like to hear some suggestions, see what you guys are interested in, and take it from there. But possibly have more guests on. Yeah, we will have more guests on sooner or later. Yeah. Emily was sad that she was not the first guest, <laughs> so Aww. I was like, oh, I didn't realize you wanted to be on that badly but i didn't either yeah we'll have my what wife does she on. want to talk about we'll have her on well she said that we already did the like supplements and things like that she was mm-hmm. like i'm the one who told you about most of that stuff and i was like okay that's <laughs> fair you did i'm sorry but yeah we'll have her on we'll have some other people on yeah shout out big boys i just recorded another episode with them they're good guys very fun show to listen to if you're interested in film my witch tip for the day is going to talk about The Starless Sea, which is a most recent novel that I read. Very interesting book. I'll be posting about that episode on social media as soon as it comes out. Bagel Boys? Yeah. Yeah, it'll be a little while. They're, they're kind of like ahead of schedule. But I'll let you know when it comes out. <laughs> um, yeah, start. I'm going to forget her name. So the author is Erin Morgenstern. Mm-hmm. Very good book. It's very complicated because it's sort of like a book within a book type of thing. It does not sound like something I'm going to want to try and to enjoy. You you should check it out. It's it's honestly really good. It's the type of thing that I think I will definitely reread it and I will get more out of it the second time because the stories are all so connected, mm-hmm. but you don't always realize to what capacity or things like that. Um, so by the end, it's a little bit more clear, but I think if I reread it, I would pick up on a lot more. Uh, but it's super interesting. It's kind of this whole secret society type of thing. And you find out more about them and what they're doing. And the main character gets pulled into their world. And it's basically about this starless sea. And, you know, obviously that's what it's called. But it's this area underneath the earth, basically. And they say there's like three different pathways. And one of them is like an acolyte. And they're there to like preserve books. And... So when they get initiated into the into the cult, basically, they, like, cut their tongues out and they never speak again and oh. things like that. It, um, and then there's, like, the Guardians and they take it much more, like, literally. So they, like, defend the books. They defend the Starless Sea and they go on all these crazy things. Like, they, they get a little bit militarized by the time the main story happens. It's interesting, too, because it's going, like over different century like centuries and how the society changes and what they're doing changes and things like that so it's it's pretty interesting i liked it quite a bit um i don't want to give too much details away but that's kind of like a general it's about this guy ezra and kind of like how he gets pulled into this society and the things that happen because of that Mm -hmm. um very interesting story okay then yeah i started watching this mini series on hbo about heaven's gate Ooh. Is it Evansgate? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we talked about them in our cult episode. We did. A little bit. It's only four episodes. I've only watched the first one. So when I finish it, I will report back. Okay. What's it called? 
we'll report back on that too. <laughs> it's got Heaven's Gate in the title. Okay. I think it's the Cult of Cults. Mm. Is that? Hold on. Uh, am I signed into the HBO app on my phone? I guess we're about to find out. We're going to Google this and find out what it's called. Okay, here we go. Okay, I got it, but like, stop. Series. Yeah, Heaven's Gate, The Cult of Cults. Yeah, see? My brain kind of works. <laughs> you got there in the end. I did. Yeah, that sounds interesting. I don't know like about them, so I'll have to watch that. The first episode was okay. They were basically just giving like a bunch of background and for I didn't I didn't realize that Heaven's Gate actually started in the seventies. Huh. Because Didn't all the stuff happen in like the nineties? Yeah, okay. and they really like took advantage of the internet age, like as the internet was starting to yeah. become more of a thing. So I just assume that that's like when the cult started, but it actually started in the 70s. That's pretty interesting. Yeah. Hmm. So yeah, I'll finish it and report back. Okay. <laughs> Maybe Dustin and I will get through the rest of it this weekend. Well, his weekend. Yeah. Cool. Not this weekend, but during he, the week. He works actual weekends. <laughs> yeah, he, he works a weekend shift. He only works three days a week and then he's off like most of the rest of the week. Yeah. So that's his weekend, is the week Yep. when everybody else is at work. Right. Cool. Which is fine. I love to have a weekday off of work. There's a lot less people out and about. That's true. And as has been established in many episodes before this, don't I people. don't like people. Yeah. I don't like crowds. I don't, oh my God. Never again will I ever go to the Kroger on County Line in Emerson because the Ooh, little that's a old big ladies, one. little old ladies at that grocery store just like crowd me in the fucking vegetable <laughs> aisle. I'm like, excuse me, ma'am, I just want to grab this cucumber and get the fuck out of here. Like, like a please super, get off my jock. Yeah, that's like a super Kroger. They should have space to like not crowd you. Mm-mm, nuh-uh. The hell, people? <laughs> Motherfuckers. <laughs> Okay, I guess that's about it for this week. We're <laughs> glad to be back. Hopefully you guys are still out there listening. We'll be back again. Yeah. Talking shit about something. Don't so, know what it's going to so, be yet. Definitely something. We'll find something to talk shit about. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> All right. See you later. Bye.